Thank you for joining us today on 15 Minutes to Impact, the podcast that gets right to the point on association marketing. I'm MGI Senior Relationship Director, John Sample. Our podcast today is part of a series focusing on the findings of Marketing General's newly released Membership Marketing Benchmarking Report. Today, we're focusing on renewal and reinstatement. My guest today is MGI Senior Account Director, Michelle Peterson. Michelle has over 20 years of experience in association marketing with the world's largest aviation association, where she oversaw membership, product and service, and convention marketing. Michelle transitioned to MGI nearly two years ago and has developed and executed many successful lead generation, acquisition, retention, and diversity campaigns for our clients. Welcome, Michelle. Hi, John. Thanks for having me today. Well, it's great to have you. Let's start with an obvious first question, one that we both get asked every day. What is the overall renewal rate associations should be trying to achieve? So, John, the median renewal rate is 84%. Trade associations come in a little bit higher at 90%, while individual and combo memberships are 81% and 83% respectively. So the median, that's probably what I'd be shooting for for most organizations, um, just knowing that the trade associations are gonna be a little bit higher because they are company membership. Right, and first year renewal rates are typically lower, right? For people who are in their first year of membership? Yes, they're almost always lower. A median for a first year renewal rate is 74%. Uh, trade associations are a little bit higher at 87 And then the individual and combo memberships are both 69% for their first year members. And typically associations with a renewal rate below 80%, they will most likely have a renewal rate for first year members below 60%. And that's not uncommon. Okay. And what are the top marketing channels that our benchmarking report showed for getting renewals? So according to the survey, email came in number one. Um, So 80% of associations said that email marketing was their top performer. Direct mail came in at second, 49%. And phone calls came in third, 45% which that surprised me a little bit. And those phone calls are by staff or volunteers. Um, A third of the individual membership groups offer automatic credit card renewal, and that uh, generates substantially higher renewal rates, especially for first-year members. So if you don't have automatic renewal, it's something that you might want to consider. Absolutely. And what about offers in in terms of what are the top renewal offers uh, that we heard of in this research? So just like I mentioned, automatic renewal, those are having credit card on file, installment payments, and then multi-year options. So buying two or three year memberships. Right. Well, and, and value certainly has to have something to do with it. What does value have to do with renewals? So associations who had renewal rates 80% or higher, they are significantly more likely to indicate their association has a 
compelling or a very compelling value proposition. A lot of organizations uh, feel that their value proposition is not very strong. Uh, so I thought this was an interesting point and how it tied to renewal. So those with 80% or higher, they feel that they have a compelling or very compelling value proposition. Interesting. And, and so the converse of that, what's the number one reason members don't renew? Lack of engagement. So that's 43% of the respondents. So that was their number one reason. And that's up from 33% in 2016. Um, another big reason, budget cuts economic hardship, could not justify membership costs with any significant ROI that came in. Those budget cuts and the uh, justifying the membership costs, um, both were very close. I would say justifying membership costs to me is a value prop issue. Yes. And 25%, this really surprised me. Well, maybe not really. 25% say they're members forget to renew. They forgot. Interesting. Well, and that brings us conveniently into the next kind of topic, which is reinstating lapsed members. Um, what channels generate the most reinstated uh, members? Emails right there on top again, 76%. Uh, phone came in second for reinstatement, 37%. And I will tell you, a lot of the reinstatement programs that I'm running right now for clients, telemarketing is very effective. And that number is even higher for trade organizations. They rank that at 56% being the second most effective. And then direct mail um, came in third and it's very successful for individual membership organizations. So that. Direct mail performs better than phone for individual membership organizations. Yeah, you know, it's funny, as you were saying that, I was thinking about the last question and the number one reasons members don't renew, and you had said something about them not even realizing that their membership was up for renewal. I know that our telemarketers, as they speak to people every day, hear that all day, every day. Gosh, you, you know, I didn't know that my membership had lapsed. Uh, you know, even though the association had sent multiple emails and, and perhaps even mail campaigns, and uh, it, it's something that surprises me every day. Yeah, and I think about my own email box. It's so full that, you know, depending on the day, I might just be deleting everything that isn't critical. Um, so I think a lot of folks, yeah, they think email's the most effective, um, but I think that campaigns that have multi-channels are going to be the most effective for any of these things, renewals, reinstatement, um, because you want to try to reach them in, in as many ways as possible. Yeah, and, and I mean, we have great success, you know, reaching people on social media as well with uh, custom audiences. And so touching them via mail, via telemarketing, via digital, uh, the magic is really in the mix. Yeah, exactly. Michelle, what do associations with strong renewal rates do differently than those associations who have weaker renewal rates? So there's quite a lot of things. Um, there are a lot of differences 
And some of them include uh, not marketing long enough. So organizations who stop their renewal marketing one month after expire, for example, right. do not have as strong as results as those who uh, continue beyond there. So make sure that you're trying to get those renewals in the door post-expire. Okay. A lot of organizations use personal outreach, like phone calls. Makes organizations sense. who tend to have lower renewals have a lack of strategy for growing membership. So it's really important to have a plan. Uh, you need to acquire new members, and yet you still need to have a plan to keep them. A lot of companies with strong renewal, renewal rates are more likely to offer a company or institutional membership. And this one's pretty interesting. Those greater than 80% are significantly more likely to raise their dues annually. So a lot of organizations just raise their dues as necessary, but those with the highest renewal rates are doing it on an annual basis. Huh, that is interesting. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for your insights today. As mentioned, this podcast is part of a series on our newly released Membership Marketing Benchmarking Report. You can download a free copy from our website, marketinggeneral.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the rest of our series and all of our recent podcasts. If you would like more information about Marketing General or have a suggestion for a future podcast, please feel free to reach out to me at jsample at marketinggeneral.com. Michelle, thanks again. Have a great day. Thanks, John.